systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Pat and AJ Podcast. Hello. Hello. I was. Is it weird that I was uh, investigating the the cat's new food? What do you mean investigating? I like, like I opened it up and I looked at it. Now that it's a big to do and shit. Yeah, we had to switch the cat's food <laughs> because royal canine are a bunch of liars. <laughs> liars. Good for you for 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 blaming them because a lesser person would blame. They you. lied though. They lied. They would. They would blame everybody. So, but but, uh, but, 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 but hold on. Tell our yeah. our story with this starts like a lot of people. Um, you get your animal from a, wherever you get it from, and they come with that certain kind of food. And unless it's like incredibly horribly bad food or incredibly insanely expensive food, you normally just for the Stick case with it. Yeah, for the case of keeping this animal on the same track, you continue this. And that is how this royal, and I've never known how to say it. Is it canine or cannon? I say royal canine. Oh, I don't it. give a shit it's if it's canine. right or wrong because we're not buying from them anymore. Jeez, calm down. Don't yell at me. I just had a fucking long day <laughs> where people pay to yell at me. I don't need you yelling at me too. So this is the cat food that we've always uh, given our cats and like a lot of things during the pandemic, supply chains, all that bullshit. This didn't even happen during the pandemic, though. No, but I remember that was the first time it got, like, bad. Well, yeah, but that was, I mean, we never had problems buying cat food during the pandemic. This actually happened, like, towards the end of it. So, out of nowhere, uh, our cat's uh, food just dwindles down to, like, no availability. Where I mean, if um, you can get 20 different varieties of Coke, Imagine 18 of them are no longer available, and the only two that are is like diet and sugar free Coke <laughs> orange, and then like a sugar free, yeah, diet Coke, caffeine free. It's nothing that anyone wants, and so that's what was kind of happening towards the end of the pand- pandemic, like you said. Yeah, we, we started to notice problems when we moved here to Arizona. I don't think we noticed. Did you notice in Michigan before you left? A little bit, but I just, again, I chalked that up to we're in the middle of this yeah. fucking weird thing, whatever it's going on. I said, okay, this is like everything else in the world now. Uh, there's you know not enough people to drive the truck from to and fro. I did not equate it with an actual issue within the company and how they produce their products. So when Pat and the cats and our son got here last June, obviously we started buying cat food here in Arizona. And I noticed very quickly that there was virtually no Royal Canine cat food, like wet cat food. All they had was mother and kitten, which I just find totally ironic given the baby formula shortage right now. Like there is no shortage of mother and kitten food, but there's no other cat food. But if you got a kitten, we got you covered. All right. And so, like, I, I'm not a Karen. I'm not. I went to several different pet smarts, pet co's, all the pet stores in the area. And this was right before Christmas. And I walked in and I found, like, one 12-pack of wet food 
that's royal canine. Yeah, which it, which I guess we should specify this is the wet food. This is not yeah. their dry food. The no, dry, dry food doesn't seem to be a problem at all. The dry food for this specific brand is no issue. You know and what, though? I will say with our dog, I noticed that her Yukonuba Senior has been stuff? really hard to find. Oh, see, so the then, dry uh, food. So, yeah, I went to this Petco, and they had one case they have one 12 pack and I brought it up to the cash register. I'm like, do you know what's going on? Like with this brand? And she said, interestingly enough, the rep came in today and said, well, I don't have anything for you, but we're hope we're hoping to get the supply back up after Christmas. I mean, I imagine like, I think of my, my buddy, Josh, Josh, the beer guy in Michigan. And he is like the beer guy for like all these craft brands. So that would be like him. If he's known as like the Bells guy, yeah. and he's the guy who brings Oberon, and he has no Oberon and this yeah. time, and like he shows up to your store and be like, "Hey, what's going on?" You're like, "Hey, it's great to see you, Josh, a beer guy. Where's that Oberon?" You're like, "Funny story, no Oberon. Don't have that right now. Hoping to have some in the future, right?" And and just kind of like see you around the way, and then he's on his way. So there's been kind of a like we don't know what's going on, but hold on. Yeah, they said after Christmas. I said, okay, as long as I've got, like, an end date on this, like, driving all over town trying to find the well, right Yeah, but it's through. almost fucking June. Well, and that's the problem, <laughs> and that's why I'm pissed off. Because I tweeted, I sent a Twitter message to Royal Canine. Oh, boy. Very nicely. I'm not a Karen. I wasn't Ooh. like, fuck you and your shitty way, company. I wouldn't you, say that. Do you like how how AJ, and, and she's not the only one, by the way. I've seen this now. This is very common, especially after I visited with a bunch of my family out in Iowa last week. Before people talk about certain things that they said or did, they preface it with, now I'm no Karen. But. But. And it reminds me crazy of the old line. I remember it was like, now listen, I'm not a racist, but. Oh, no, hang on a second. <laughs> no, 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 it's not the same thing. That is not the same thing. Or it reminds me of a great line that one of my great friends used to say was, I like, I love my wife. But, well, that's different. I, by I the way, they're they're now divorced. By well, the way, in case in case you want. But what but I'm saying, I, I don't is, agree with the racist comparison because usually just, somebody follows that up with something I, I racist. I'm fucking with you on that. I know. Okay? I'm just being like, but I just like, don't want people to think I walked into a Petco and like threw a shit fit that no, no, ended no, up going no, viral. No, but I'm know? just saying it is funny now because of this this weird Karen Ken. Um, catching people melting down and we turn it into clicks and views that people now kind of preface any criticism of um, uh, these kind of situations with now, hold on before you think, I mean, it's, it's funny to me that that's how much of it is. It's in our culture. Well, yeah. Total sidebar, but go on. You're no Karen. We understand. I sent them a Twitter message. I said, Hey, I kind of said everything I just said on the podcast here. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, listen, just tell me if I've got to tell my two picky cats that we got to change their food. I just need to know. Like, because like you said after Christmas and here we are and it's like May at that time. Yes. And nothing. They're and calling them on their bullshit. Yeah. I was like, just tell me because I'm tired of, just tell I'm me tired the of the wild goose chase. <laughs> Tucson. Just is, tell me, man. Tell me. Tucson is my a damn. Cats, my cats are so sad. Tucson is a damn nightmare well, to because, drive around on a good day. I am not oh, yeah. going on a wild goose so, chase for cat food. I mean, you would literally, by the way, track down whatever was the most appealing. Basically, the only thing you wouldn't buy was the kitten stuff. Because yeah, because that's, that's like loaded with like calories yeah, and Yeah, and our, our fat cats don't eat yeah. that. So. so you would, I mean, they ended up, I think, towards the end on like 
urinary track improvement. It was like wet pretty food. much any non-prescription food other than crazy. mother and kitten I would get for them. So, um, so, so here, so we finally just you can't get anything. Like, like what's yeah. it's it, it's gone. It's being resold now on the dark web. You have to use Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Oh, shit. Look it up on Amazon. People are making bank, and I don't blame them. There was one time I was close to clicking it. I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spend $120 on their cat food. But I was like, no, no, I'm not. This is stupid. They're cats. So <laughs> Royal Canine got someone, back to me. Someone called Joe Biden and say, invoke the Defense Production Act. For cat food. For cat food, please. Okay. So they got back to me and said, it's it's a supply chain issue. We don't know when it'll be. Re- they actually Isn't, they actually recommended other brands of food in so the Twitter message. what they recommend? Uh, they recommended science diet. Okay. And I forgot what the other one was because I just ignored it. I'm like, fine. If you're telling me to, if you are telling me not to that's wait funny. anymore, you're telling me to go to that's different how, food, then I'll do it. That's how fuck that division is. They're like, just give them away. Yeah. They're like, just, <laughs> just tell them to go. Cause we wouldn't, you would never do that. No, that no other big, industry no, no. where you do that. Right. No, so, okay. that would be like me working at the candle store in college. And when people walk in, I tell them, no, you should go to Yankee across so, the yeah, hall. That was, you where, would never say that. Where'd you work again? What's the one you work at? That's a Which this ironically girl. was uh, bought by Yankee Candle. By Yankee Candle. <laughs> it See, doesn't exist anymore. You can't beat them. You buy them. It's the American way. But yeah, it's like <laughs> anything. It, w- it would be like, you know, McDonald's telling you to go to Burger King. That doesn't happen. So, okay. so I sent Pat out yesterday. I said, we need cat food. Can you go get cat food, please? And, and he, you once again specifically say, not the kitten. Yeah, I mean, if you can't find, if, if that's all they have, then fuck it. I mean, I've literally had to, like, I've had to move shit to find, <laughs> like, cat food. I, it was pathetic. You're climbing on top yeah. of that. They're like, ma'am, do you need assistance? There's one up there on the top shelf. I know it. <laughs> so Pat goes out, and he comes home with a really small bag. And I said, oh, shit, they didn't have it. And he goes, no. So we're trying something new. Goddamn right. And now we are on to science diet cat food, and it's fine. The cat eats it. He actually, I think he really likes it. He inhaled it, and he has not puked it up, which is good. No scarf and barf here. So I'm over it. I don't give a shit anymore. I like, and my other problem is we're on the Chewy website. Um, and we used to have auto ship for the cat food until that cat food went out of stock. Mm-hmm. And when you click, when you click on it, like there's a picture of it, but at the bottom it says this item isn't in stock. Can't do it. So you don't, you have to click through every single one of them. And that's when I'm like, fuck it. If this is in stock, we're starting an auto ship. And it was. So now we are on science diet and I don't care anymore. This is no joke. What kind of pushed me over the edge with it is, um, Last week, as we spoke in our last podcast, last time you joined us on episode 131, I believe it was, I was spending a lot of time with my father's wife in Iowa, and we had to stop at a Walmart and get cat food. Now, they have cats, and one of the cats just became their cats. They don't even know whose cat it is. Somebody they, just dropped someone it Someone dropped off a cat at the farm. You know that old phrase? Yeah. <laughs> when, the, 
when they're like, what happened to uh, Spots? You're like, man, Spots is living at the farm. He's living a life. Except no one told Farmer Bob that Spots was being dropped off. <laughs> and Spots wasn't actually like shot in the back of the farm. <laughs> no, he's, he's just still, living now there. Now he's just living there. I, I, I shit you not. So my, my dad and his wife, they have like three, literally three cats now. Someone just dropped one off. So there's three. And they're not, they're mostly outdoor cats. They are, they but really they come in. But they, they come in for food. She, she, she gives them some of the wet food, right? And it was it's it's the same thing where we had to search for a specific brand, yep. and within the brand, it was the same thing with like it had to be all tuna because the one of them, if it's not like a fish, they won't eat it. Even if it's a fish and chicken blend, they won't eat it. And I'm just fucking laughing that in Iowa, in the middle of nowhere, you got my dad's wife. Whether it's a distraction from whatever's going on in her life. Trying to hunt down cat food, cat food for farm cats. Yeah, I mean these cats are out there living their best life. They're eating bugs, pouncing on shit and stuff. But they still are smart enough to know people in the house give us the num nums every single night, and all we got to do is like sleep in their lap. Yeah, you know, you, if you want a good laugh, go on the Chewy website and look at reviews for cat food. Because I was curious. I'm like, what do people say about this new cat food we're feeding our cat? Because the cat eats it. That's all I care about. He loves it. Yeah, right. It's fine. That's done. But I'm like, what do other people say? Like, if somebody, you know, if there were multiple people saying my cat's sick from it, I probably wouldn't use it. Um, there were a lot of one-star reviews. No just, shit. Just based on the fact that their cats won't eat the food. Really? They're like, I bought a 24-pack, and now oh, I've you, got a 23-pack. Dude, that's why I, well, I, I bought four cans. I said, who the fuck would buy a case of anything? These people giving them one-star reviews. But other than that, it's it was either one-star or five-star, just based on, does the cat eat it? I won't even so, buy uh, more than one gram of a new brand of weed when I go to the you weed store. You gotta try it first. You gotta try it first. You don't go out and buy a case. Especially with cats. Cats say, fuck you, just to have fun. We were talking talking about that the other night why we're, we realized a lot of people don't like cats and i used to not be a cat person i mean i loved animals but i still cats were weird for cats me. were not your thing no and basically my grandma just had a lot of mean cats so i thought all cats were like that <laughs> turns out they're not yes. um she was just not the best pet owner but we talked about it the other night and pat and i were like that's why a lot of people don't like cats is because they're not dogs. They're not totally obedient. They really not will. Subservient. They yeah. will be a huge dick to your face. They'll bite, scratch, spray if they don't like something. And, and a lot of people can't handle that. And like food. Yeah. They won't eat the. They don't like it. They won't eat it. Dogs, you know, eat their own poo. But cats, cats will tell you if they don't like the new food. They're basically like family. You know, they're I mean, like they're humans. I yeah. mean, that's what uh, it's like. You're like, I don't want this. I want something that makes me feel good about myself. Looks to be like I'm the fucking savior. <laughs> Want to know how 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 uh, Jesus Christ or Buddha uh, felt? How Abraham felt? How a dog looks at you? That's how it felt. Doesn't uh, isn't there a country where they worship cats? Like cats are like ethereal beings. Or there something like is that? a place anywhere for any animal that has its due. If it's a monkey, we got a place where they love the monkeys. We got cows, place where they love the cows. Pigs, dogs, cats, you fucking name it. We just got to get those animals to those places to be properly adorned by us humans. But, yes, cats very much will flip you the bird. Yeah, the uh, the dumpster cat, the one we adopted from the uh, animal shelter in Flint, has not eaten the food, does not care for it. But he's he's <laughs> never eat. really been, he doesn't care for wet food. He's not like that. It is dry the food all the way, and, so and I don't care. You know what the weird part is? The other one, Rigby, the Savannah cat, who is the one who literally just harasses us all day for, like, wet food. I think he'd eat fucking anything. I think if we chopped up a rat that we caught outside, he'd be like, 
fuck it, cool, and dig in and just. Uh, num, 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 I num, don't num, know num. though. I mean, he used to eat raw chicken because that's what they gave Everything him. Everything we fed him, he's eating. Him. We've cooked him chicken, he's eating it. We've given him raw chicken, he's eating it. We've been cooking ourselves sausages. He's just taken the sausage yeah, and said, I'm going to eat that. He took a sausage out of a boiling <laughs> pot of water, you guys. He knocked Clever. the top. He knocked the lid off. Clever. Somehow got it out without singeing his paws and walked into the other room with a sausage hanging from his mouth. Like he, again, Clever girl. we always joke. He could have just eaten that sausage in the kitchen and we would have never known what happened. Nah, but nah, he nah, had nah. to walk into the living room and show us this giant sausage in his mouth. So I really believe that after all those food scapades with that cat, that anything we're going to dump in front of him, he'll eat. Good. And that's fine. I'm happy he's and eating this food. The fat one doesn't care. See, that's what we do. Meanwhile, there's babies that are dying. They uh, can't My get food. God. Think, do you, do you, have you thought about that? Like when we yep. were brand new parents? Yep. Can you imagine yep. if there would have been a formula shortage? Oh, boy. So this is the 132nd episode of the Pat and AJ podcast. And this is almost a lost episode, but not really, right? Sometimes there's lost episodes um, that are really important. They're like, uh, man, this is when David Letterman had on uh, Andy Kaufman and they did some shit too wild for TV and they couldn't air it. <laughs> yeah, this and is it's not been locked away. This is not this, like that. <laughs> this is not that at all. This is literally a podcast that we recorded right as I was getting ready to leave for Iowa for a week to be with my father when he had a stroke about a couple weeks ago. Uh, it was very cute. Pat was like, we can re- yes. we can record before I go. I'll get it up. And I was like, oh, that's so cute. No, you won't. I know. I was very foolish believing that I would have time and the, the energy and concentration and focus. to And to, Wi-Fi to, signal. And Wi-Fi to uh, get all this done. So, uh, but there, you know, we, we were just going to shelve the episode, let it go and keep rolling. But there is a very poignant uh, conversation in it. Uh, and, and, and AJ tells a story, a story of, uh, forgiveness, um, a story. What? Well, it is. Jesus, you make it sound like you sound like Keith what? Morrison at the beginning of a Dateline episode. <laughs> this is a story. Uh, this is a story. <laughs> but you don't kill anyone at the, uh, not no, I yet didn't kill least. you. Not so that's yet. good. <laughs> not me. Don't kill me. No. It's, if we're talking Dateline, it's always the spouse, okay? It's a story of forgiveness. <laughs> no, it is. No, you have to say it like Keith Morrison, though, where <laughs> it becomes a question at the end. It's a story Wait, of forgiveness. forgiveness? <laughs> it's a story of forgiveness. <laughs> it's a story of forgiveness? <laughs> All right, so listen. It's a story, and if you listen to this podcast regularly, and fucking thank you if you do, by the yeah, way. Yeah, God. Lordy, I love Bless you. Bless your heart. I tried, did I tell you that, by the way? I tried listening to like a true crime podcast last yeah. week. Yeah. I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. It huh? was so bad. Like, oh, I know. Yeah, if, oh. you know, because see, me and you, we're too close. We're just too close to the fire. We will, uh, we will critique the, um, oh, they took so long yeah. to get to every... The intro was too long. It sounded like they were recording it on voice notes on an iPhone. I got about three minutes in. I'm like, nope, done. By the way, wasn't that the big thing with us? All those uh, fancy radio consultants that get paid to tell people how much they suck. They they always said that me and you took too long to get to the point. Yeah. Like, oh, you talk too much. 
You guys got to get to the point. Which is, that's what, it's so great now that we have a podcast to actually do that without getting yelled at. <laughs> but it's just weird because I'm like, yeah, because that's how people fucking talk in real life. They just walk right up to you and just hit you right. There, there's no hello. <laughs> there's no how's your day. Hey, you fuck. <laughs> On that note, a story of forgiveness. You son of a bitch. Okay, all right, okay. Oh, my God. You know what? Fine. I don't care anymore. Guess what? You know, neither one of you are ever going into my apartment ever again, okay? So make up, don't make up, kill each other. I don't care. I need to go get a bird. She looks like a bird. God, dude, this is why you and I are, are such a good team. You know, like, I'm a man of action, and you're a man that comes up with good words. Words, dude. Okay. Yeah. I mean it when I say that I'm, like, fucking envious of you. Capital E. That also goes to show how much you've changed, though, as a person. Capital E, envious. Right? I used ten to, years ago, you would have been uh, a huge dick about this. Nah, ten years ago, I'd be more envious of all my friends in the industry who were getting these major market uh, jobs, and I wasn't. <laughs> right? We were kind of stuck in the middle of nowhere for a really long time. <laughs> Never made it. Never made it. So AJ's probably mentioned, I don't know, a handful of times. I think enough for people to have a general knowledge, but if not, here's a too long didn't read. She's been pretty much estranged or cut off or ceased communications with one of her best friends. You hear her talk about the hens. Clucking hens. And um, you kind of got into a tiffy with one of them. And this was uh, all surrounding the pandemic when tensions were high and the lockdowns were hard. And I think you've referenced a little bit about how, man, it's been how long? You, it's been a, it was a year, almost it was a exactly. Year, yeah. A year. And you've kind of brought it up here and there on the podcast when we talked about that stuff and the division that the pandemic caused. And you would always say, hey, man, I'm a victim too. Like, I lost a friend. Uh, you know, over. I mean, this is somebody over who blank. stood up in my wedding. Like, this is one of my closest friends. Well, uh, there's hope in America, folks, because AJ is apparently uh, allowing the hen back in the hen house. By the way, did you have to vote on this? This is a true thing. This changed the whole dynamic of her friends. Yeah, it like did. you guys were a group of. Which you've done this before. You voted people off the island. Um, you guys started off like what six? The six use? Um, hang on, let me. So think. Chicago, I me mean, six of use. Six of use. Uh, How many of these gals do you think were at the core of this friend group that kind of spawned? There were six originally, and now there's five. All right, so there were six originally. They kind of voted one off the island, and then they're down to five, and then this thing happens. And essentially, uh, the one is kind of exiled. Now, I know she talked to everybody kind of separately, but I don't think she was as involved as she was when we were all like a group of friends. And then you continued to have this relationship relationship with these other three gals. Yeah. And like you said, outside of that, the exiled head maybe was clucking with one of them or two yeah. of them, but there was no longer this big group consensus. No, and, you know, we're not, like, 10-year-olds, so we're not, like, you know, if I'm not friends with them, you yeah. can't be friends with them. That's not how it was. It was we had a falling out, and that's that's between us. And, like, once or twice, AJ would say, oh, you know, they brought up so-and-so, and turns out, yeah, she's, she's still, you know, 
kind of living her life like this and whatever. And then this all started brewing around AJ's Milwaukee trip, which if you, you remember was for Easter. Yeah, so we kind of started to communicate about, hey, I'm going to be home. Do you want to talk? I mean, how did that, where did that come from? Because you had not talked to this gal in about a year. You decide that you're going to uh, Milwaukee for Easter. Did you, I mean, you did enough social media publicity, if I remember. I didn't really, I don't know. I didn't. How did they find out? Was it through, I mean, was there a leak? I think it leak? was through the hens. Was yeah. it like the Supreme Court? Was there a leak in the clerk? Did someone leak a text to her? I, like, you, how did she find out you were going to be in town? I, I think it was through the other hens. And yeah, no, I'm, I I didn't really post like, hey, I'm in Milwaukee. Who wants to hang out? Because I didn't want to overload myself with plans. Okay. You know, I just, I needed to make this like a very chill trip because it could have gotten out of control really fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and the older I get, the less plans I like to have. Gotcha. So I'm like, I need, I need downtime. I'm gonna have my kid with me. So yeah, um, she found out I was coming to town through the hens. We, we kind of started talking and we both made it very clear that like nobody was gonna grovel for forgiveness. Like if we talk, this isn't going to be a, you know, I want you down in your hands and knees and saying, I'm sorry. And just to, and you know, not to get into any like nitty gritty of it, but the the core of the argument around you two was a social media argument. Yeah. Where she expressed her views about vaccinations. And this is back when they were being just like, hey, we got them. Yeah. Right. And she's very much in the kind of camp of no way, Jose. You expressed some views of really. And that's where this spawns from. So, right, and and, and that's a very common thing. Like, I, yeah. I, I, I bet you right now, no matter which side of that argument you're on, maybe you're nodding your head like, oh, yeah, had that happen before. Yeah, I mean, it was so, very hard because she had a hard, I mean, just like everybody else, she had a hard time during lockdown. And just I didn't equate the pandemic yeah. with politics, and she did, and that's where we collided. So that is where this all kind of spawns from. So here you guys are. This time later, she gets a hold of you, and you – you say no one's going to apologize. So what is no, that? No, I said nobody's going to grovel. No one's going to grovel. So what, what do you mean grovel? Where I did meant, you get that from? Um, Like, I'm not going to beg for your friendship back. Yeah. And I, you know, I plan on apologizing once. I'm like, because I already did apologize for what happened, the initial event. I apologize multiple times. I was you're a very, I mean, AJ's a peacekeeper at heart. She's the ultimate well, peacekeeper. I realized I made a comment on social media yeah. that was not taken the right way, and I said, I'm sorry, that wasn't my intention, and it just never got better. It just spiraled out of control. There was a lot of anger. Everybody was very stressed out. And I like, get it. That was a big part of it, too, and I think you alluded to this a little bit on the podcast, that she really kind of unloaded on you, uh, me, yeah. Really kind of opened up the banana clip of the AK with, uh, you know, verbal <laughs> bullets. Yeah, and that hurt. But I also, you know, again, we were all stressed out. People were saying shit they didn't mean yeah. and whatever. So that's when that went down. And it was also like two weeks before I moved to Arizona. Okay. So I was dealing with a lot of shit as in I'm about to pack up the car and move across the country, I wasn't saying goodbye to people because, A, it was too hard. B, there was a pandemic, so we couldn't have, like, a going-away party. And I'm like, I'm just picking up and leaving, and I have to deal with that. And I said, I cannot deal with this at the same time. So I said, I have to, be, I have to protect myself and my stress level 
And so I cut her off. I'm like, I can't do this right now. And when we finally talked on the phone, I found out that within a couple of weeks, she was ready to um, reconcile. Okay. And had found that I had blocked her on Facebook and on my phone. She's like, I, she goes, out over the phone, she said, we have never fought about politics. And even when it's come up, we just, we just go, we, we don't talk about it. And so she's like, I thought a couple of weeks would go by, everything would cool off. And then I found that you blocked me. And I told her the same thing I just said. I had to kind of protect myself at the time. I was going through a huge life change and I needed to deal with that first. And I apologized. She apologized. And we just said, like, we miss each I miss her. I'm, I've missed her every day. And this whole, this is not how I wanted this to go down. And we decided to just kind of let bygones be bygones and go back to normal. Look at you. Yeah. It's amazing, isn't it? it and I, I, it's hard because Pat is a grudge holder, which is fine. That's your personality. I can't change that. That is what it is. What, against her? No, you're a grudge holder with everybody. Depends who you are. But, I mean, I don't really consider, I don't know. I don't get, like, how am I equated into this? Is I mean, besides the fact that I'm when I'm not you, talking about this specifically. This in particular? You're just, you're, you're oh, a grudge holder. In it depends. General. I'm getting a you're lot. You're better. You're better. I'm getting a lot better about it. Um, like, back in the day, Pat would have looked at me and said, you need to keep holding a grudge because I would hold a grudge. Now, he says, I'll hold a grudge, but you don't have yeah, to. I, yeah, no, I don't say shit. Like, no. I, I realize AJ is her own person. I think it's probably bitten her in the ass uh, more times than she likes absolutely. to admit. Yeah, absolutely. There have been times I've regretted going back to a person who, you know, I was fighting with. And, and I get it. Yeah, that's, but, that's a risky take. You know, we're we're all our own person. So... I don't know. Like for me, I just don't got time for it. And it's I know, just that's fine. If you don't contribute to my life in a positive manner, you know, it's no sweat off my balls. Yeah. So, and, and it used to be more vengeful for me. Yeah. That, you guys got to understand, he emulated his mom while she was alive, even though he didn't want to. Like, that's an attitude she would have taken. She would have been vengeful. Like, yeah. pissed off, like, ready to see that person die in a yeah. fiery car accident. And when she was alive, as much as Pat didn't get along with her, he also had a lot of these traits in him. And since she's died, he has become more empathetic and less vengeful, I yeah, guess. Yeah, and, and it's just, again, if you don't fit into the plan, it's all good. Have fun on your own journey. Yeah. Like, and I just kind of pull... The Pauly from Goodfellas, and now is when I turn my back on you, yeah. right? And that's kind of when you told me about this situation and all the ra-da-da-da-da-da-da. And I will fully admit that, like Pat said, it's bit me in the butt before. I had a falling out with some family members over our wedding, 2009. That's how long this shit lasted. They fought with us about where we were having our wedding and basically fought with us about everything after that just to remind us they were pissed off. And then I eventually I cut them off. I'm like, I'm sorry, but I'm done. Like, you guys treat me like shit. I'm over it. And I let them back in a couple of years ago. And what did they end up doing? They treated me like shit. And I ended up cutting them off again. And I said, you know, I made a bad decision even letting you back in because now you're doing the same thing again. So, so yeah, no, it's bitten me in the butt before. So as far as this situation... Like, to me, because AJ did kind of tell me, she goes, well, you factored in to this equation, right? She she actually was more concerned about your reaction about to it. 
I don't care. I mean, she's um, she's only in my life because of you. That's true, yeah. So it's like everyone else, you know, like we all know the the relationships we have with like friends of our spouses. They could be, you know, one of two things, but I think you really look at them as like, they're almost like in-laws, right? Like Absolutely. They come with your spouse. Yeah. And if your spouse or partner were to go away, there is a decent chance of this. And I know we all have social media. Now we stay friends and we, and we like each other's shit. And that's how maybe we stay, stay interactive. Yeah. But for the most part, they go away. So to me, all right, she, she um, unloaded some feelings about me um, in a fit of anger. So you told her to take a hike. And obviously I told her to take a hike. And uh, you're opting now to kind of reestablish that relationship. Cool. Uh, I'm not. And, and that's it, fine. It didn't impact me. It wasn't like, no. I mean, she's not someone like, I, she's not in my life like that. We don't text. We don't call. And as you heard before, I'm not that big on social media these yeah. days. So it's just not like that. So to me, I'm kind of like, whatever. And that's fine. I'm not, I'm not, so, me reconciling was not. Not like now you have to do it. That's I, not how this works. I totally understand. We're probably from past experiences and just knowing who maybe I was uh, prior. That maybe there are some misconceptions and she was concerned about me, but I give a fuck. I know. And that's fine. <laughs> this is all you. That's you do fine. you, boo. That's fine. And, you know, again. But if you get bit twice, don't come to me for the antidote, okay? Because I already told you. Fool me once. I told you. Listen. Shame on you. You know what they say in Arizona. They got a saying. I'm just saying, like, I already, you know, like, like my thoughts are out there, but no, that's cool. No, but I really mean this, that I, when, when, because AJ kind of casually slipped it in. That's the other thing about this. Literally, AJ has not talked to this gal for a year. And then there's this chance of a meeting when she's in Milwaukee, ends up not happening. Not, and, and it was just out of scheduling. Yeah, just scheduling. Things. Just ran out of time. But like in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, maybe that was the one opportunity. It didn't happen. There was a reason why it didn't happen. And then she randomly, one night, as we're like fucking getting ready to lay our heads down and turn off the lamp, she looks at me like, hey, I talked to so-and-so today. I didn't want to make a big deal out of it. Okay, night. I didn't, want to make, I didn't want to make a big deal out of it. And then and we had... And I'm talking, but but really, I am envious of your ability to really uh, have forgiveness in your heart. And I really, I want to be more like you. I think more people should want to be like you. Um, and find, I don't, I don't know, how do you do it? I mean, I, I don't know. You tell me. You got the secret sauce. Listen, I have a really, I, and this happened over the weekend with somebody. One of my one of my friends' friends on social media was bitching about liberals and liberals and just putting this tag on people. And I finally responded. I'm like, don't you think maybe we have more in common than we do our differences? I'm like, should it doesn't matter if somebody's a liberal? And they like melted. They were like, you're absolutely right. We're all human beings. And that's how I kind of try to connect with people is I'm like, yes, we can fight over our differences, but yeah. we are more, we have more similarities. <laughs> and, and that's when people step back and say, yeah, this is stupid. It's stupid. You know stupid. What? I don't do stupid. I finally figured out why it's so weird for me because you express all that empathy out out in the world. And um, once again, listen to how much she brings up social media, right? Yeah. There's a lot of social media involved. Um, I forget then it, at sometimes when we have our time together, which is you know, somewhat limited, right? Yeah, now it's, it's hard, yeah. I kind of get a concentrated version of my wife. And in that concentrated version, her empathy is all gone. And she bitches about these people. Like, the empathy's been wasted in the comments section. And now she, like, to me, is just like, rah, 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 
But it's good to know this is where it's happening. I'm not pretending to be a perfect person because I am so far from it. It's, I'm not even close. I can't even see perfect. Yeah. But yet yeah, I have my moments where all I want to do is bitch. And I also have moments where I'm like, you know, maybe we can find common ground here. And most of the time I don't say anything because there's just no point. But like, I'm really happy I did say something this last time. I am. Good I'm, for you. So, because everyone I, be like AJ. Everyone. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. Ukraine, <laughs> Russia, be like AJ. Uh, Republicans, Democrats, be like AJ. Pro life, pro choice, be like AJ. Everyone be like AJ. Just, just forgive a little bit, right? The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.